Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Distributions of the Holy Ghost. Distributions of the Holy Ghost. Then look in the Greek concordance and find out that there are four different Greek words translated. Gifts. This is one of them. It means distribute. In other words, God also bearing them witness with signs and wonders, with divers miracles, and distributions of the Holy Ghost according to His own will. He distributed the Holy Ghost. None of them, none of the apostles or prophets or anybody else has the Holy Spirit without measure. Jesus did. It said the Spirit was given to Him without measure. But you see, it's distributed to us to do what? To minister. He's talking about ministry. He's not talking about the, 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 just the average believer or layman as we talk about it. He's talking about God used these men. See, bearing witness, he distributed the Holy Ghost to them. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan and his series on the plans, purposes, and pursuits. And you see, first of all, every Christian's a preacher. I said every Christian's a preacher. I said every Christian's a preacher. To preach means to proclaim or to tell. Everyone's supposed to tell the good news. But I'm a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. He's called to them. One that's called to a certain land, as we call a missionary, is really a sent one, an apostle to that. That's a lower order of apostles, but he's still an apostle. And it seems that an apostle has all the ability of all the five-fold ministries put together. Prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. He can get people saved, but he can also start churches and build churches. I mean spiritually, not just build a building. Organize. You see, uh, uh, many evangelists can get people saved, but they're like Philip. They just go their way. That's it. That's how far as their ministry goes. But there are others. I know in Pentecostal ranks, when I first came in among Pentecostal, I saw people that had that kind of ability. They, not many full gospel churches. They'd go from town to town, hold meetings. They could get people saved, stay there and build a church, get it going real good, turn it over to somebody else and go somewhere else. They were pioneers. Really, they were apostles in this lower class of apostles. You see what I mean? Anointed and called and sent to do that. And then there are those that are anointed by God and sent with a special message for the believers in general. They are apostles too. They're sent ones, you see. Amen. And God's trying to get us ready in these days to accept this lower level of apostles and realize their work and then the full work of God can be done. That you see there are, there are different classes as apostles, and there are degrees or measures of anointings. And so it is with the other ministry gifts. Now stop and think just a minute. Jesus is our example. You know, Peter said, talking about Jesus, that he left an example we should follow in his footsteps. But that doesn't mean that we die on the cross like he did. We don't have to follow that example because he was our substitute. He took our place. But he's our example in ministry. He's our example in Christian walk. He's our example to walk in love. You see, Jesus stood in all five of these offices. Now, first of all, we know he's an apostle because he's a sent one. And Hebrews 3.1 said, consider the apostle of our profession, Christ Jesus. Secondly, we know he's a prophet because he calls himself a prophet in his hometown. He said, no prophets without honor, save in his own home, his own town, his own country. Third, we know he's an evangelist. He said, the Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel. That's evangelist message. All of them are but he specializes in it. 
We know that he's a teacher. How do we know he's a teacher? Well, the Word of God said in, in Luke, the fourth chapter, the 14th verse, this is after that he was baptized by John in Jordan, and as he came up straightway out of the water, the Holy Ghost descended upon him and, and anointed him. And, and the 14th verse of the fourth chapter of Luke said, he, and he returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and they went out of fame of him throughout all the region around about. The 15th verse said, and he taught in their synagogues being glorified of all. You read through the four gospels carefully and underline the word teach or taught and you'll find that he did more, it's referred to more than any other kind of ministry that he had. For instance, look into Matthew's gospel, the ninth chapter and the 35th verse concerning the ministry of Jesus and he went around about their villages teaching Number one, teaching in their synagogue. Number two, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Number three, healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. And so we know he, he stood in the office of the teacher. Now we know he stood in the office of the pastor. Why? He said, I'm the good shepherd. See the same Greek word translated shepherd, translated pastor. I'm the good shepherd. And so he stood in all five offices. I don't and you don't. Uh, you'll find that an apostle will have a little bit of all of them, but he'll not stand in the same place, of course, that Jesus did. Secondly, notice I said there are measures of anointing. Now notice this. John's Gospel, the third chapter, the 34th verse, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, and he had the Spirit, it said, without measure. The Spirit without measure. That means that I only have the Spirit by measure. He had the Spirit without measure. Now then, I want you to turn to Hebrews with me for just a moment. Hebrews, the second chapter, and I'm going to start reading with the first verse and read down through the fourth verse. You follow me, if you will, please, if you have your Bible there. I could quote most all of these scriptures, but I think I miss it sometime by doing it. It just runs off of people like water off of a duck's back. Now, let's start with the first verse of Hebrews 2. Therefore, we ought to give the more in his heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by, the, by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which is the first began to be spoken by the Lord, that's Jesus, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Well, that was confirmed unto us by the apostles, you see, them that heard him. God also bearing them witness. Now get this. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with divers miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Now you see, you read that just like I did for many, many years. And you read gifts of the Holy Ghost, and you thought he's referring to what is recorded in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. The gifts, we call them the Spirit, or manifestations of the Holy Ghost. He's not talking about manifestations of the Holy Ghost at all here. Now listen carefully. Over in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, start reading the 7th verse, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge with the same Spirit. And on down through the nine manifestations. I always thought, well, that's talking about the gifts of the Spirit. I don't know why I didn't notice but I see here, I'm preaching out of the Cambridge Bible, King James translation. There's a little number two. There's a number two by the word gifts. I look over in the margin and find number two, and it said GR, Greek. That means distributions of the Holy Ghost. Distributions of the Holy Ghost. Then look in the Greek concordance and find out that there are four different Greek words translated 
gifts. This is one of them. It means distribution. In other words, God also bearing them witness with signs and wonders, with divers miracles, and distributions of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. He distributed the Holy Ghost. None of them, none of the apostles or prophets or anybody else has the Holy Spirit without measure. Jesus did. It said the Spirit was given to him without measure. But you see, it's distributed to us to do what? To minister. He's talking about ministry. He's not talking about the, 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 just the average believer or layman as we talk about it. He's talking about God used these men. See, bearing witness, he distributed the Holy Ghost to them. Hallelujah. According to his will. Distributions, plural, of the Holy Ghost. And so there are measures, that's what I want to get over to you, of, of anointing. Now, for instance, let's go to the Old Testament for a proof text. Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established, doesn't it? Well, we've already given you two. There's one that said he had the Spirit without measure. Here's another that said God bearing witness using them, you know, bearing witness to them, both with signs and wonders and divers and miracles and distributions. As he distributed the Holy Ghost to them, they were able to stand in their office and minister. Now, let's go back here to the Old Testament, to Second Kings. And you know the story as well as I do, but just look at it. Here are two prophets, one by the name of Elijah, the other by the name of Elisha. And you remember this, that uh, God had told Elijah to anoint Elisha to be prophet in his room, or we would say in his stead or in his place. And he had done that. Now, in the second chapter of Second Kings, it says, And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets, now hold this in your mind, the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? They had revelation. They are a lower, they, they are a lower class of prophets than Elisha was, or Elijah. But they knew that he was going to leave. And he said, Yea, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, thy soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? They had revelation, didn't they? And he answered, Yea, Lord, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Tarry, I pray thee here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, thy soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. And they too went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets... I mean, they're just sons of prophets, probably learning to be prophets. Went and stood to view afar off, and they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters, and they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. A double measure, we'd say of thy spirit, of the, of the Holy Ghost that you are anointed with, be on me. And he said, notice the 10th verse, Elijah said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I'm taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. Well, we'll not go on reading, you know as well as I do, that he received a double portion. 
In other words, a double measure. As a prophet, the anointing to stand in the office of the prophet. So you can be more anointed or less anointed, really to stand in any office. And you'll have to stand in your office and, and minister according to the measure of the distribution of the Holy Ghost that's given unto you. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources. Visit us at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagan. This 160-page book will bless your life. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagan, You're Not of This World. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you live in Oklahoma City, that oh, we yeah. have Rama Bible Church, Oklahoma City, that is 8921 Northwest Expressway, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And if you are in the Tulsa Broken Era area, yeah. yes, Rama Bible Church, 1025 West Kenosha, in Broken here Era. In Broken Era. Yeah, yes. 10 o'clock and 6 p.m. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. And all of these services yes. are streamed live. That's right. So wherever you are in the world, if you go to rhema.tv on your computer, you can pick up these services. They're being streamed live. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.